0: Welcome to 321 No Kidding. Awesome here. It is September 15th and I guess it's Tuesday. Wow. Losing track of the D's. It's all good though. Yesterday was my first Monday as a self-employed person. And I have to say it was very productive. You would think that... <laughs> when I quit my job that I would find free time. But really, I'm finding all the reasons of why I quit my job. And it's all good. It's it's good stuff. So grateful for that opportunity. Feeling just grateful this morning. It's a little brisk out, but I got my coffee. Feeling pretty good. So here goes our reading for today. Dwight L. Moody says, If you pray for bread and bring no basket to carry it, he proved the doubting spirit, which may be the only hindrance to the boon you ask. If we've been introduced to the fellowship of a 12-step program, how can we still doubt the power of prayer? When we were hopeless and our lives were in shambles, didn't we ask, wish, or plead for deliverance? Whether, th- whether we thought we were praying or not, our prayers have been answered. It doesn't matter if we think it was God or the miracle of 12 steps or some other higher power that came through for us. What matters is, we asked and we were answered. If this doesn't demonstrate the power of prayer, what will? We are letting go of doubt and suspicion. It's time to remember that even in our day-to-day lives, there is a power greater than ourselves we can turn to. We no longer have to reign ourselves to resign ourselves to suffering. Wow. Wow. I hate when I don't enunciate correctly for you guys. Sorry. We no longer have to resign ourselves to suffering. Faith is our basket. If we bring the basket to carry the bread, we will never be alone. Today, help me summon my faith so I can accept the gifts that await me. What I'm hearing in this is all those times that we've said, you know, Please help me, or it has to be better than this, or um when that defeat or I'll be honest <laughs> this is this is hopefully not gonna be a trigger, but when I was playing bingo or when I was gambling at the slots or poker actually, all of them, I would I would speak to the poker gods, the bingo gods, the slot machine gods. And I actually referred to, them, referred to them that like that. And people in my circle that had the misfortune to go gambling with me knew them as that as well. And as I sit here with this reading and reflecting back, sometimes I won and, and sometimes I lost. You know, it really doesn't matter because ultimately it all goes back. But I have to wonder now that I believe everything happens for a reason and now that I have some clarity and that the fog is lifted, that every win or loss and every emotion that came with it had its reason, right? And I honestly can't remember, did I say thank you slot machine gods, thank you bingo gods, and thank you poker gods when I was in action? I'm not sure that I did. Like I said, I'm not really crystal clear on my remembering, but I doubt I did. I, I was on Facebook this morning in one of the gambling rooms, and I saw a lady. There was a picture of this beautiful family. There was a wife and a husband and this little boy on the husband's shoulders. And it was just such a beautiful picture. And when you read the text... The story was that the wife, you know, the husband was a gambling addict and he was asking for a divorce. And, you know, she was struggling with accepting this. And I know why he was asking for a divorce because when we are hot and heavy gambling, we want our freedom. We don't want somebody to answer to, right, financially, mentally, any of that. So it's easier to run. It's just another escape, and I feel for this lady because she you know she has no idea what she's in for, and she has children, which is different than my you know like my divorce. But I wrote to her, and I was like i I was the addict in my relationship, and I wanted a divorce as well, and it had to do with you know me wanting to be." gambling and and not have to answer to anyone and what I said to her was essentially this this faith piece like even though it's gonna suck and it's gonna hurt it's exactly what's supposed to be happening right now and I shared with her you know my divorce we you know we divorced and I really felt a big sense of relief as far as the damage I was doing to Davy Davy was always like he was just such a good guy and and my friend um, and my best friend like he was the one I wanted to tell everything to good, bad or ugly, and he was always supportive, no matter what it was as a general rule and if I mean today he's happily remarried, and I think that we would be in each other's lives. Not as husband and wife, but a little bit more engaged. If he wasn't married to someone who's not comfortable with him socializing with his ex-wife, um, and that you know what, that's okay too. That's her prerogative. I, I I speculate her reasons why that is. I'm guessing she was involved with some jerk men and not someone as as loyal and faithful as Stevie is. So, um, so I kind of shared I shared that a little with her and, and just let her know, you know, like. It's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. And for me, you know, yeah, we went through that piece of it. But independently, he went off and he got remarried and I went off and I freaking did a whole lot more damage. But then eventually I got help. And now, you know, we're very cordial, um, the little bit that we do speak. And it just all works out. Now, what I'm hoping, and I just heard a story yesterday from someone who the husband um the, the situation got really, really stressful and the husband left and 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 left left the wife broken and I mean physically and mentally broken. But fast forward over two years later, you know, she told me that he's moving back in. So it's not that there isn't hope in these scenarios. And and why I'm telling you these situations is because Faith, there. this reading's telling us to have faith, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. I just want to make the distinction that having faith and getting what God, universe, whatever wants you to have or what's supposed to happen may not look like what you think should happen or what you want to happen. So I just want to call that out if i guess if i got everything i wished for you know like let's say let's say those slot machine gods or those poker gods kept me flowing now if you're an, if you're a gambling addict you know that there never would have been enough money for me and that i would have always lost whatever was given but let's say hypothetically that i always won None of my shit, for lack of a better word, would be fixed. I would never have experienced emotions on the level that I feel them. Now I almost, you know, cry over everything. And I wouldn't be here with you right now. Like, there's so many factors, and it all comes back to being here with you right now. Like, I wholeheartedly believe that my journey led me to be here with you right now. Like that's just it's just what I believe and that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Like this is my calling for lack of a better word. Otherwise, why the hell would I be doing it? Like it's really weird. <laughs> I didn't I didn't grow up going, I want to be a podcaster. You know, I didn't even know what a podcast was 5 years ago, 4 years ago, whatever. Um, this was never my aspiration. I used to call GA GA junk, you know. I I was not buying in. My mind was not ready until my mind was ready. So, what I think the essence of the reading, I'm going to go back to it now that I have I've kind of shared with you some of my instant thoughts. And I and I have to do that when I read these readings because it's whatever pops into my head is what I feel like I'm supposed to tell you that day. But when we were hopeless and our lives were in shambles, didn't we ask, wish, or plead for deliverance? Whether we thought we were praying or not, our prayers have been answered. It doesn't matter if we think it was God or a miracle of the 12 steps. It doesn't matter what we believe in specifically. It just matters that we believe and that things were answered. And I think this reading is trying to validate almost, you know, faith and... It says if the dem if if what we get you know if if what we receive doesn't demonstrate the power of prayer, what will we are letting go of doubt and suspicion. It's time to remember that even in our day to day lives there's a power greater than ourselves we can turn to, and it's not like this is the first time you're hearing this. it's just reworded a little different, and you know my stance on this is having the faith helps helps kind of calm down the, the nervous system, I guess, and and makes it so we can cope with situations that don't seem like we could ever cope with them. And it takes practice, and it takes awareness, and, and maybe it's, you know, not at first. Maybe it's the old doorknob trick that they teach us in 12 Steps. But, but believing, believing is the magic of it all and having the faith, and that's what this is saying. If we bring, faith is our basket. If we bring that basket to carry the bread, we will never be alone. Ooh, that just reminded me of that Footprints poem, which has been a, I don't know, is family tradition the right word, but we've had posters and um, plaques, and it's just been important from way back to when my mom's mom was alive, That's where we got that from. And actually, um, if you're not familiar with it, I'm going to look it up right now and read it to you. Hang on. So honestly, I haven't read this in a long time, and um, it'll be good for me to hear it as well. So who wrote this? Footprints in the Sand? I can't even tell. I feel like maybe it was an unknown author, but don't quote me on that. But it's it's not giving anybody credit where I'm looking at this. One night, I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at the very lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during the saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when I needed you the most, you would leave me. He whispered, my precious child, I love you and will never leave you. Never ever, during your trials and testings, when you saw only one set of footprints, it was... It was then that I carried you. Isn't that lovely? So when you're in the the saddest, darkest, whatever those moments are, if if you can hang on to just what I read you and having the faith that you're going to come out on the other side and that you're not alone, that will give you, should give you could give you I don't know I don't know the right you know I don't like to be too bossy at least all the time but that can give you some of the solace that you need when things are are definitely a struggle so that's footprints in the sand all right beautiful people I am gonna kick this day off I hope that your Tuesday is terrific and I will be back with you tomorrow